0: Hi, this is Kendall Boyson, professional life and recovery coach, and you're listening to Encouragementology, the practice of instilling hope. Hi there. Thanks for joining me. On this show, we are reaching for the stars, recognizing our power and formulating a plan because the steps are achievable. Our new mantra, Hashtag want more, hashtag do more, hashtag be more. It might actually sound too simple, but isn't that always the case? Overcomplicating something so easy or missing what's right in front of us because we're stuck behind the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Not today. We're going to break it down and work it forward and backwards because the concept is the same no matter how you slice and dice it. You have the power, and you've had it all along. Unless you're aware of a long line handing out personal power, you're going to have to seize it. That's right. You have to want more. Be willing to do more to actually be more. Ready to get out of that line and activate your power? This idea came to me one morning. Even the hashtags. I don't know about you, but I do my best brainstorming in the morning, usually in the shower. Come on, I know I'm not alone on that. As a life coach, my job is to take the overwhelming and make it simple to understand, easy to digest, offering a straightforward approach to moving forward. I'm well suited for that job because my mind works that way anyway. First, I'm a problem solver. Now, that sounds kind of like a resume cliché, like team player, but it's true. The main reason my mind goes into problem-solving mode quickly is because I don't like to be distressed. Really, it's that simple. Even a positive person who lets most things roll off her back has trials, so let's get that straight. I get down, and yes, even sometimes moody, but I don't stay there long. This sounds weird, but my first thought is always, is this going to kill me? The next thought is, is someone in my family in harm's way? If not, then I have time to figure things out. I only panic if I'm late or if I've let someone down. Other than that, I approach most things with a level head. Next, I try to gauge What I can control and what I can't. I would love to believe that I'm the superhero I feel like sometimes, but the fact is, there is plenty that is out of my control, to which I work on letting go. It's funny, I say work because sometimes it's not as easy as doing a mic drop kind of release. Sometimes it feels like something is being pried from your hands down to your fingertips kind of release. Still, it's letting go of things you cannot change. This frees you to focus on what you can. Next, do an evaluation to see what's the most pressing and what can wait. Low risk, high reward. This type of process is logical and can get you over the hump to moving forward. You can use these steps to tackle any challenge you face. First, you have to activate it and then you have to own it. So before you want more and do more, you have to know more is even possible. more gives us five ways to activate your personal power found on Forbes.com. You know I love a good visual metaphor. So let's make this the year to uncover your truths about power and success and reveal the obstacles that stop you from activating your personal power. It's time to let go of the mindset and actions that make you feel powerless and unworthy of your dreams. If you're ready to take responsibility and get excited about what empowers you, here are five go-to tips to move you past the roadblocks in life and to put you into the driver's seat of your own personal power. Number one, know your make and model. In order to really tap into your personal power, you must really know yourself. You have to identify the things that spark your passions. Self-knowledge is the foundation of any type of transformation. Take a moment to think about those moments that shaped who you are. Identify how those key moments can assist you in showing up with your more effective personal power. Next, punch in your destination. Here's an anonymous quote, done is better than perfect. On your journey to activating personal power, understand that you must know where you're going to prevent drifting off course. Be vigilant about where you want to go and believe in yourself enough to get there. Hone in on making progress rather than trying to be perfect. Perfect. This shift in mindset helps to ensure that you activate the power you possess within you. Don't get caught up in making all the small steps along the way perfect. That will only lead you to anxiety and frustration. Remember, letting go of the perfection deception starts in your personal sphere. Let it go and activate the power you possess to get where you're going. Shift from Junkyard to Showroom One of the greatest ways to activate the power within is to commit to bringing others along with you while you're moving and growing towards your goals. Take the time to teach the gems of wisdom that you've acquired on your journey to others. This will not only allow you to identify, access, and shed the junk in your life, But it will also give you the power to share your skills and talents with others, making you a living showroom of success. Identify one or two people this month you'd like to lift up and lend them a helping hand. Next, you'll want to check the map. The power that resides within us was given to us very early on in life. Our core values guide our decisions day by day. Remember to check your map if you ever find yourself unable to activate your power. True power comes from even the smallest footpath in the most distant corner of the world. This path is connected to key pieces of who you are and what you stand for in the world. Check the map and discover opportunities to grow the fundamentals of who you are to have true personal power. Next, choose your passengers. You need to strategically build your network of support to tap into your greatest personal power. Allow others to see your gifts, strengths, talents, and abilities. Then give yourself permission to have people in your life that will cheer you on, hold you accountable, and even put a few roadblocks and boundaries to keep you focused. Your work your circle, and your home life is where your passengers matter most. Don't be like Uber and just pick up anyone along the way. Remain vigilant in the driver's seat of personal power and decline riders that take you off your personal power path. Take a moment to believe in your ideas and desires. Revisit the fundamental issues surrounding power and failure. Take control of your destiny Know your make and model, punch in your destination, shift from junkyard to showroom, check the map, and choose your passengers strategically on this exciting journey. Now, you may be saying, Kendall, you're always talking about being satisfied with what you have and living in the moment. What happened? This concept isn't umbrella-style thinking and doesn't encompass everything. The idea is, if you want to be more, you have to do more. And before you can do more, you have to want more. We aren't motivated to do more if the want isn't specifically tied to our own desires. Meaning, you can't apply this process for something someone else wants from you or for you. This has to be your own wants, needs, and desires. Simply accepting that you are where you are mentally, physically, or spiritually as a result of someone else's stronghold or some opportunity that passed over you is not an example of activating your power. Let me also make clear, none of these ideas are controlled by an on-off switch. I realize choosing happiness, letting go, and activating your power, for example, requires some effort and patience. But you do have an immediate choice to move into that direction. Bonnie Marcus helps us with 10 steps to own your personal power found on Forbes.com. No one can gift you power. Yes, you may be promoted, elected, and perhaps even worshipped. And as you assume powerful roles, people assume that you have power. But the assumption dissipates over time if you don't own your power. For authentic power doesn't come from an external source or important title. True personal power is generated from within. Owning your power gives you the credibility to be successful. Colleagues and key stakeholders perceive you as influential and effective and seek your opinion and assistance. Owning your power leads to increased confidence and understanding of how you can help others make decisions and achieve their objectives. Owning your power allows you to create and maintain strong relationships both in and outside of work. It allows you to stand up for yourself, negotiate for yourself, demonstrate your strength while admitting when you're wrong. It takes power to allow yourself to be vulnerable and compassionate without losing yourself in the process. The good news is, is that we all have power. The trick is to connect it and own it. So, follow these 10 steps to own your personal power. Acknowledge and declare your ambition. People have a negative opinion about ambition. They want to be successful but feel awkward admitting it and letting others know they are committed to their career. Never apologize for having ambition. Let your manager know your career aspirations and seek out mentors and sponsors who can help you reach those goals. When you hesitate to declare your ambition, it keeps you small and robs you of your power. Replace negative self-talk with positive affirmations. Nothing can sabotage you more than letting negative self-talk dominate your thoughts. Negative self-talk paralyzes you from taking action, holds you back from sharing your thoughts and ideas, and prevents you from taking risks and exploring new opportunities. These thoughts will literally empty your fuel tank, and once you're out of gas, you no longer have power. Listen to these negative voices and label them as such. Self-awareness is the first step to owning your power. Don't let these limiting beliefs control your life and your success. Release the thoughts, reframe, and replace with positive affirmations. Advocate for yourself and others. When you understand your value and how you contribute to successful business outcomes, you can position yourself as someone who can help others reach their objectives. Help the company achieve its goals. Communicate regularly with your manager how your work leads to positive results. Seek projects where you can add value in order to create visibility and credibility. That's powerful. Step up and advocate for your colleagues as well. Show respect and pride in their work, and they will respond in kind. Promote your team and their accomplishments. You will emerge as their powerful leader. Ask for help when needed. Somehow, we've come to believe that if we admit we don't have all the answers, we seem powerless, when the opposite is actually true. Powerful people know when to seek assistance and feedback from others. When you ask for and line up the resources you need to be successful, you increase your chances of being successful. Knowing what you need and asking for help is a power move. Speak up and share your opinions and ideas. How many times have you left a meeting where someone suggested an idea you had in your head but you didn't bring it up? And everyone thought that suggestion was brilliant. Why didn't you speak up? You need to own the power of your intelligence and opinions. Sure, you want people to think you're brilliant and maybe you're afraid your idea will be shot down. But so what? Every one of your ideas may not be applauded, but the chances are pretty good that some will be. You own your power when you share your thinking process and ability to brainstorm with others. People will, in time, seek you out for opinions, and that's powerful. your fears. Your fears, as with your negative thoughts, sabotage your success and rob you of your power. We all have fears, but we lose our power when we let our fears overwhelm and paralyze us from taking action. Own your power by facing your fears. Understand how you give up control and power by letting your fears dominate your life. Begin with baby steps. Start moving out of your comfort zone one step at a time and build your confidence muscle. Each new risk you take, each new step brings you closer to owning your power. Schedule quiet time. In a culture that rewards business, it's challenging to not feel guilty scheduling time to unplug and just be with yourself. It's during this time that creativity is born. It's amazing how just spending a little quiet time each day helps you find solutions to long-standing issues and helps you look at your career through a more strategic lens. Reconnecting with yourself without distractions enables you to find your passion and purpose, which leads to personal power. Make the power move to commit to including quiet time into your daily schedule. Build a supportive network. You can't create a successful career in a vacuum. Seek advice from mentors and sponsors. Look for powerful role models and observe how they exhibit executive presence. Build mutually beneficial relationships with people you can help and who in turn Champion your ideas, provide advice, and information that might help you be successful. Maintain a growth mindset. Knowledge is power, and those with a growth mindset are open to learning. Be curious. Keep an open mind. Listen and learn from others. Every day provides a new opportunity for personal growth. You can't be an expert in everything, but when you have a growth mindset, your willingness to learn leads to personal growth and power. Practice self-care. As a lifelong overachiever, it has taken me a while to learn how powerful and important self-care is. I believed in the mantra that the harder you work, the more successful you will be. Hard work is important, but you lose your steam, your power source, if you don't take the time to refuel and re-energize. That renewed energy comes from self-care. Only you know how to best replenish your body and soul, but for some, they enjoy meditation and yoga. Maybe it's a trip to the spa or a new exercise routine. Whatever you choose, make sure to choose it and schedule it. This is the only way to maintain your personal power over time. So, where are you today? I could be talking about where you're sitting as you listen to the show, but I'm really talking about mentally, physically, and spiritually. What are you dealing with, and most importantly, how are you dealing? When was the last time you spent some quiet time contemplating these questions? Today, most of us are conditioned to entertain the quiet moments in our lives by reaching for constant stimulation. It's like grabbing a coloring book versus a blank sheet of paper. Immediately, we're drawn into someone else's ideas, wants, successes, and struggles. Those thoughts become meshed with our own, and ideas become generalized, instead of our own personal values and opinions felt on a deeper level. Recently, I walked along the beach looking at the ocean. I was in awe of the vastness, the soothing rhythms of the waves meeting the sand, its consistency and power. I realized I was standing on the fringes of such an amazing wonder. All the chaos of life was happening on just the edges. Wow. When you need perspective, look to nature. We can get so enamored with this false sense of reality, moving pictures telling a story loosely based on reality or fiction. We can feel traumatized without even knowing we were assaulted by the messages. But turning my head in the opposite direction, I realized life will go on without my input. I don't have to control everything or feel the responsibility for the weight of the world. The tide will still come in. You know, this idea came to me as I thought about someone who might just be waiting for that knock at the door, waiting for that permission to succeed, waiting for someone to hand them that amazing idea. And not everyone possesses an entrepreneurial spirit or really a drive like that, but I started encouragementology because I realized that it starts with encouragement. It's very difficult to be motivated if you don't even have a goal in mind, if you don't feel worthy Of that. So, to be encouraged, someone believing in you that you do have the power to make it happen can give you just the right amount of energy to get over that self doubt. So, it's super, super important to remember we all are on a journey, we all are going at different paces. Sometimes we need to help a friend over a challenging road bump, so to speak, to get back on track. But even with all this perspective, there are still things we want, but we can't seem to put our hands on it, at least not with any amount of consistency. Well, Kathy Caprino lays out the top eight things people desperately desire but can't seem to obtain in her article for Forbes.com. I know, I know, it's all about Forbes. I swear they aren't sponsoring this show, but... Hey, Forbes. (laughs) Several months ago, she offered a survey to her subscribers and community exploring a number of critical life and career questions. To date, 771 people have responded and their answers have been riveting. Working with professionals every day, she heard firsthand what they deeply longed for. But what's so intriguing about these responses is that it becomes more obvious with each passing year that the things we humans desperately long for today are not only universal and timeless, but also have become more elusive and challenging to access and sustain, even as we evolve and develop in this tech-frenzied, time-crushing world. The key question in this survey was... If you could say in one word what you would want more of in life, what would it be? Of all the things people indicated that they wanted more of, the following were the eight mentioned most frequently. Here's her take on what's missing in life and work today and why we can't get enough of these elusive ingredients and experiences. The quotes are from actual respondents about what they perceive to be the biggest challenges in the way for what they're longing for. Number one, happiness. Biggest challenge? Not knowing what I want to do. The number one mentioned missing element, happiness, has become so hard to achieve and even harder to maintain. She says, In my work with professional women, I've seen that happiness continually escapes them because, first, they don't understand exactly what will make them happy. They just don't know themselves well at all. Secondly, they search outside of themselves for happiness in a job, a husband, a family, a title, a paycheck, a fancy house. As a result, Happiness is consistently out of their control and a perpetual moving target that never stands still long enough for them to grasp. Now, she's not saying that these things don't bring happiness. Of course they can. The key point is that if everything you're searching for remains outside of you, you'll always be chasing and scrambling. Number two, money. Biggest challenge? Not having enough money or time to accomplish the things I want to do. Kathy has worked with millionaires, as well as people who earned mid-six figures and far, far less. She said, isn't it fascinating that no matter what we earn, we somehow feel we never have enough? She knows people with literally over a million dollars in their retirement accounts, yet they live in such a constant fear state around money that they never have a moment's peace and can't enjoy spending for anything, even for family vacations that are supposed to be joyful. The question is, how much money do you really need to bring about the life experiences that will truly fulfill you? And, if you want more money, do you understand the key principles and behaviors required to generate it? Finally, do you understand your own money story and how you habitually operate with money? Number three, freedom. Biggest challenge? Having the freedom to find my true purpose or being lit up by the day-to-day at work. Ah, freedom. We all want it, yet so many people are resistant to doing what's required to get it. We want to feel free, yet are scared to muster the courage to do what's necessary to become free. What is necessary to experience freedom? It requires making yourself right, not wrong following your own authentic values and beliefs, and building strong boundaries to protect yourself from what others will tell you is right for you or try to force on you. And it takes forging your own path in life and work despite the challenges and naysayers. It requires boldness and courage to make yourself your own highest authority on life and work. And that's no easy thing today. Sadly, most of us aren't taught or trained how to stand up powerfully for what we want and believe in and to go after it with undying passion and commitment. Number four, peace. Biggest challenge? Lack of clarity about who I am and my purpose. We long for peace desperately. Peace from noise, chatter, Pressure? Responsibilities? We also want peace from the painful thumbing inside of our own heads. The conflicts and strain we inflict on ourselves every minute to be better. Stronger? Smarter? Prettier? Thinner? You fill in the blank. Peace doesn't come from being better at anything or even figuring anything out. Attaining peace is a practice that we need to cultivate and commit to, regardless of what's going on around you. Peace in today's time will never just fall in our laps. It's too chaotic of a world. We have to carve out space within ourselves and our own lives to bring forward the experience of peace. Then do the work to expand peace as a feeling, an experience that we'll commit to daily, regardless of what's going on around us. You don't have to know your purpose to be at peace. You just have to commit to being at peace and building daily practices that will support you in that commitment. Number 5. Joy. Biggest challenge? How to find the right role or position for me now that will bring joy in my work. Stepping up to our highest potential and honoring our best visions for contributing to the world in a meaningful way does indeed pave the way for more joy. We simply can't feel joy in our lives if the work we do pains us. We're not able to effectively separate who we are from what we do. And why would we want to? So when you're stuck in work you hate, with people you don't respect, supporting outcomes that feel wrong to you, then your life as a whole can't help but be joyless, even if your personal or family life brings you happiness. Joy comes from the process of becoming more of who you already are. Discover that and honor it and you'll be on your way to a more joyful, rich life. Number 6. Balance Biggest challenge? Balancing my need, desire for flexibility while making enough money to have the benefits I want. Kathy has researched work-life balance extensively and believes that it is doable, only under one condition – That you understand clearly what your top life priorities are and you defend and honor those priorities fiercely every minute of the day. It takes understanding your non-negotiables, what you won't compromise on, what you won't say yes to, and then living from that knowledge and making the right decisions that align with your top life priorities. If you can't do that, you can't create a sustainable balance. Number seven, fulfillment. Biggest challenge? Utilizing my potential in the best possible way for myself and for others. Fulfillment can be defined as satisfaction or happiness, as a result of fully developing one's abilities or character. We simply can't experience fulfillment if we're not living up to what we know is our highest and best potential. Have you ever settled for something much less than you know you want or deserve? It hurts a lot. But to live up to our highest potential, we have to leave our comfort zones behind and perhaps even leave behind the definition we've created of who we think we are. Even what we think our authentic self is. And the stories we tell ourselves about what we're capable of so that we can become the person we dream to be. We may also need to leave some people and relationships behind. You know, the ones that don't support us to soar higher and grow because it threatens them. Fulfillment is possible when you're filling up your cup, honoring your own potential, not forsaking yourself by putting everyone else in front of you. Fulfillment comes when you take bold actions that say yes to the future vision of you, even before it's hatched. Number eight, confidence. Biggest challenge? Feeling like I have something to offer now rather than feeling constantly as if I'm not ready or need more training. Kathy has witnessed through her work, thousands of professionals and her in her former therapy and corporate work, that we humans only see what's at the tip of our noses. When we're in situations that are hurtful, demeaning, challenging, And worse, we lose confidence. We get rocked, and we stay rocked. We forget who we are and what we're capable of, and see only the boss in front of us who's yelling or the colleague or family member who's tearing us down. Sadly, millions of us around the world have been raised and culturally trained in ways that degrade our sense of self-confidence. We're often taught that it's not advisable to think for ourselves and that we shouldn't follow our own path if it conflicts with the values of our tribe. In short, we're taught not to believe that we can govern our own lives well if we don't listen to our authority figures, family members, teachers, and others around us. Parental and societal training that keeps us stuck living someone else's life is extremely damaging and severely limits our potential for happiness. Confidence comes from acknowledging our own magnificent, not shying away from it. The reality is, it's a tough world out there with many challenges we're simply not prepared to face. But throughout those challenges, there are countless ways that we can remain true to ourselves, leverage our gifts, and foster our self-esteem and passion for life and work. And we can continually build our confidence, happiness, and fulfillment despite these challenges. For that, we need an abundance of self-love and also support from others who don't want to tell us what to do, but instead, they want to help us follow our own internal value system and beliefs. And we need to believe in ourselves without fail, despite the evidence around us that says we're not ready to soar in creating what we long. Hashtag want more. Hashtag do more. Hashtag be more. Today, we need deliverables, sayings that we can glom onto and put in our pocket or on our Twitter feeds. Ideas that are broken down, simple, and easy to remember. Do you want more? What are you prepared to do? Reach, explore, educate, connect. Do you want to be more? What are you prepared to do? Listen, learn, strive, instill, reach. With this recipe, you have the power to activate your action plan today. It's time for Key Highlights. Number one, letting go of things you cannot change frees you to focus on what you can. Number two, it's time to let go of the mindset and actions that make you feel powerless and unworthy of your dreams. Number three, self-knowledge is the foundation of any type of transformation. Number four. Take the time to teach the gems of wisdom that you've acquired on your journey to others. Number five, know your make and model. Punch in your destination, shift from junkyard to showroom, check the map, and choose your passengers strategically on this exciting journey. Number six, if you want to be more, you have to do more. And before you can do more, you have to want more. Number seven, no one can gift you power. Number eight, you own your power when you share your thinking process and ability to brainstorm with others. Number nine, be curious, keep an open mind, listen and learn from others. Every day provides a new opportunity for personal growth. And number 10, you don't have to control everything or feel the responsibility of the weight of the world. The tide is still coming in. To share encouragementology with a friend who needs to know they are not alone in this journey of self discovery, you can visit encouragementology.com or anywhere you stream your content to receive this episode and all others. Follow us on Facebook for additional encouragement throughout the week. So I challenge you take some time in the quiet to listen to your heart. What do you want? Be willing to do the research, connect, commit. Overcome and persevere, remembering hashtag want more, hashtag do more, hashtag be more. I know you can do it. Thank you for listening to Encouragementology with Kendall Boyson, where we find positive ways to handle some of life's challenges. Someone threw until the path was clear. That's when I found you. How I won't